Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Time for a how-to when we address the sorts of decisions we don't take every day. Today it's how to become an Irish citizen. Jerry McGrath is an immigration solicitor with McGrath, McGrain on Cable Street in Dublin. Jerry, good afternoon to you. Hello, Sean. Uh, right, so if somebody uh, um, is living in this country, they want to become an Irish citizen. I suppose the first thing is how long do they have to have lived here for? For most people, it's going to be five years uh, or 60 months out of the previous nine years, to be exact. So for a small subgroup, then it's only three years. But for most people, they're going to actually have to live here physically for five years. Right. Who are the, who are the small subgroup who only need to do three uh, years? Refugees, recognised refugees have a three year qualification period. Spouses of Irish nationals are three years. And then there's another crowd called people with Irish associations. It's a little nuanced. Right. OK, what does that quite mean? It seems to mean you need a bit of Irish blood in you somewhere and some tie in with the country. Okay, Uh, And sometimes just having a great Irish grandparent and three years living here gives you what are Irish associations. Right. It's a little vague. Okay, it's a little vague. Would having a few bob in the bank or being prepared to invest in Ireland be a factor there? No, there are no passports for sale in Ireland. You can't buy your way to an Irish citizenship. You right. have to live here. <laughs> so, the, so the five years or, or, or the 60 months, say if you were in direct provision would that, uh, for a period, would, would, would that be part of that, that, that no, 60 there, month? There's two types of people who won't have their time here recognised and they're students, international students and asylum seekers. That's people who haven't yet got a declaration of refugee status. So those people who spend a long time in direct provision are not clocking up any credit towards citizenship. Right. Okay. So you have to wait into the direct. So you're actually officially declared a refugee in this country. And if if you're from the European Union, how does that differ? It's or the same. It? No, you need five years. Uh, living here as a French citizen or a U- or what used to be UK citizen or uh, Belgian or Latvian or whatever it is, you still need your five years living here. Okay, so after so do you, do you have to wait until the five years are up and then apply? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so so talk us through what the application process is from that point. Well, if you've managed to live here for five years and tolerate five Februarys, I suppose the easy bit is filling out the form. So it's a paper based application. Uh, uh, tricky enough form eight and then you have to supply a lot of documentation to prove you've lived here for the five years so for each year you've lived here you're going to be handing up utility bills and tenancy agreements and bank statements and so on and proof of earnings and employment so you've got to satisfy them on paper that you've lived here right okay if you've been unemployed for that period is that a factor well, it's a good question. Uh, there is a test uh, about whether you're going to be a drain on the public purse, as you might say. So you, it's not a disqualification if you've been on unemployment assistance or disability benefit. The test is forward looking, but they're going to ask about your social welfare history. And unless you have prospects of employment in the future, they may decide, I know your grand uh, carry on. Uh, uh, and we'll revisit it when when you are earning something. Right. Okay. And, and as part of that form, how? Okay. They want to know about how long you've been here, and that you uh, and that you actually have been living here for five years, more or less. Uh, how much? How much else do they want to know about your background? 
Uh, not too much. They want your work history while you're here, what you were doing when you were here. Every address you've lived at, which can be painful. Anyone who's filled out a Garda vetting form knows trying to remember the nine addresses you lived at in your early 20s can be tricky. And uh, it's not the worst form they they could have produced. And it's just a couple of hours tedious form filling for mm. most people. Yeah. Uh, if you have a criminal record of any sort. Well, it's a difficulty. You're going to have to disclose any criminal convictions or investigations in any country, any country that you've lived in. And it's not a bar, but you're going to have to persuade the minister that you're of good character. So I was telling your researcher, Simon, I did have a woman refused for parking on a double yellow line uh, once. But on the other hand, uh, someone with a more serious offence, if they can show there's been a good gap since that last offence and that they've been rehabilitated, uh, it's not a bar to becoming an Irish citizen. Mm. Do they, can, can, and can they go and double check this? If you're, you know, if you're, uh, if you've been here for five years and and you're a refugee, but previously you were in some war torn part of the world where there aren't much in the way of records, uh, can or do the government go and try and and kind of check you out there? Yes, they do. Uh, that's a piece we don't know too much about. It's obviously not subject to freedom of information, mm. the kind of uh, inquiries the guards would make of other police forces, but they will check your background. And this can explain sometimes why there's longer delays in some cases than others. Uh, it would be quicker for a UK citizen, for instance, where the greater cooperation between the police forces. But if you're from Libya, there's going to be a delay uh, while they try and find mm. out who you are and whether you are conviction free. Is it then just one form and that's it? One form, bundles of documents and then at the end of the process there's e-vetting by the guards. Uh, another check on your matching up what you've said you've been convicted of or not convicted of with the Garda records. And then at the end uh, you're invited to a citizenship ceremony if you're successful. Mm. And uh, so I know this is probably how long is a piece of string, but like from the point you fill out the form and submit the form, how long can one be waiting? I think the average at the moment is about 18 months. I think. Wow. OK. Yeah, it, it was down to six months uh, at one stage, uh, but there are an increasing number of people as, as the as the as the immigrant population increases, of course, more people are eligible to apply. And COVID set our friends in the Department of Justice back a couple of years as well. So I think it's improving again. So hopefully they're closing the gap. And are the numbers increasing, are you finding? I actually don't know the the statistics. But 16% of the population now was born outside of Ireland. So presumably in time, each of those is, is becoming eligible. And we have net immigration now, which we wouldn't have had, of course, 20 years ago yeah. or 30 years and, ago. And the way you describe it, it sounds pretty straightforward, if just, you know, a bit onerous. Um, so do you necessarily need a solicitor, not to put yourself out of work, but do you necessarily need a solicitor to do this? No, we like to think we could help you, but a competent, literate person who's good at keeping paper records and good at organising them can file this application themselves. No yeah. question. Yeah. And as you said, just as I think you may be having to repeat a point here, but somebody wants to know, what about a spouse that has been married to an Irish person for years and has also lived in Ireland for years? Yes, three years married to an Irish citizen and living in Ireland at the same time. 
and and so it's even fills out the them. form, but they only have to do three years instead yeah. of five. Yeah, and would they? Ha- they and they also would still have to have all those records that they have lived here and they've lived. Yes, all yeah. their utility bills and boots, loyalty card and dog license and yeah. motor insurance, all the things that prove that they've actually lived here. Jerry, thanks a million for coming into us uh, uh, today. That's uh, uh, Jerry McGrath there, an immigration solicitor with McGrath McGrain on Capel Street in Dublin. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.